Welcome to episode three of Unleashing Leadership with me, your host, Travis Moss. And before we get into today's, the meat of today's show, we're going to just do a quick reminder. In the show notes, there's a link. You can go back to our website. It's the Ditch Suits website where you can see everything Steve and I are up to. But also, you can get the reading list for all the books that we're talking about here. Uh, as a reminder, we're into uh, Team of Teens by General Stanley McChrystal. Um, and we'll be linking the shows back by, by topic back to the actual books. And there's a link from there that you can actually go. It's an affiliate link to Amazon where you can go get the book in whatever format that you want to get it. Um, you can also, there's a link back to the NQR, Not Quite Right Media website. That's our um, parent company of our podcast that we've created. And the reason why we did that is because we wanted to start bringing additional shows that are like Ditch the Suits in Nature, but on different topics. So Steve, the co-host on Ditch the Suits, what he's doing is he's got the One Big Thing show and he goes out and he finds people who are really casting a wide influence, um, sometimes even globally, but certainly nationally. And he's bringing forward their advice on the One Big Thing that have kind of inspired them in life. Um, and then we've got uh, Kayla um, Record and um, Hector Lopez. Hector is actually our creative director. They are uh, co-hosting um, a show called Cutthroat College, and they get into the cost benefit of college and how parents can have the discussion with their kids about what, how do you pick a school, how do you pick if you even should be going to school, how do you pick a degree program, like. All this stuff that college is an unbearable expense now. So all this stuff as a parent where you're trying to figure out how to how to do even getting scholarships, you know, when should you start applying for those things, that kind of stuff. That's all there. So for any parent or any grandparent, great resource there. We're trying to bring you more resources that actually can move your life forward um, and help you. You know, a lot of times the finances are really stressing life out. So these are places where, you know, hopefully these are things that get people motivated and get them excited and help them do, do this better basically instead of the after effect, you know, Oh, I should have done it different. Um, also I mentioned the affiliate links, so I get it. You know, we're asking you to subscribe to this show. It's, it's free in the beginning, but, um, as we progress with our uh, listenership, it's going to turn into a subscription model. Um, and then we got the affiliate link. So, you know, if you click on that, you go to Amazon. Yes, we make money if you buy something on Amazon through that link. But that money is going towards producing these other shows. Um, we're trying to make sure that we're not overdoing it with advertisements and that kind of stuff. In fact, you're not going to hear any advertisements on this show. We'd like to bring additional content even through this show. And so that's one way that you can support some of these other programs and get them off the ground. Um, and we really appreciate it. And hopefully, you know, we're helping you in your life and your journey. So enough of that. We don't want to, to today's topic of waste, we don't want to waste any more time. Let's get right into it today. And the reason why I want to talk about waste is because I'm telling you, in order to grow, you have to be adaptable. You have to ask the how might we, what if questions. Um, you need to challenge the status quo. Uh, Competition is coming to get you. If you do not do that, right, basically you're going to become obsolete. So here you are, you're getting it, you're following along and you're going to work <laughs> and uh, you say, well, how might we do this better? And they look at you and like you got three heads because I've had this happen with colleagues. I've had it happen with business partners. I've had it happen with employees, I've had it happen with clients. You got two freaking heads. Like why, why the hell are you asking me to waste money on this kind of stuff or waste my time on this kind of stuff? Just do it the way you're doing it. Put your head down and do it that way. Stop asking questions because this is how we do it, right? This is how we make money. Or this is what's worked in the past. Why are you rocking the boat? 
because I care about where we're going to be in five years. Because I care about if a half a step back now gets us 10, te- 10 steps forward in five years. If I could be a, if, that, if the goal is to get to level 10, and I'm at level two right now, by going back to 1.8 means that instead of in five years, I'm at level five, I'm at level seven. Why wouldn't I want to take that opportunity? But we got to have the hard conversations. We got to investigate it, right? We got to figure out how to get there. We're going to have to waste some time and some money and some resources on how do we expedite this thing? You got to, I always look at it like this. Um, The guy who started Charles Schwab, the guy who started Starbucks, the guy who started Tesla, the guy who started Amazon, the guy who started Mike, like Microsoft, all these guys are still alive. Look what they did in their lifetime. You only get so much damn time. You spend half of that time arguing about, I don't want to waste any time on an idea. You don't get no good ideas. You're always going to be that person trailing behind and that business trailing behind. And we talked about competition, right? Somebody else is going to take the resources that otherwise could have come your way. So you're going to run into challenge. You're going to run into people like that's waste. Okay. There's another really good book called Surrounded by Idiots, um, written by Thomas Erickson. And that's on our uh, reading list as well. And one of the books that we're definitely going to cover uh, as we progress with the podcast. Um, but, and I actually make all of our new employees read this book because it gives them a common um, dialogue for kind of explaining what they're dealing with. And basically, it creates four key personality drivers. And one of the things that you're going to notice is that. Uh, in business and in life, you're going to have certain personalities that are just uh, antithetical to change. They're just not able to change. and not They're not able to really get behind it. Um, you really have to do an awful lot of convincing or just drag them along. And sometimes these people are going to be in positions of um, authority or uh, positions of control. And you've got to be able to go to them and say, look, I've got an idea. I think it could make a big difference. And I think it could you know, bring about very positive change for us. And first and foremost, you, know, you have a responsibility if you want to bring change into an organization to be able to articulate it. And you have to talk to the people in the organization the way that they're used to communicating. So you have to be able to say, you know, this is what the payoff is and this is what how that matters to you. Um, and you have to ask for if you have these types of personalities that are going to, re- to be, um, they're not going to be accepting a change or they're, they're going to be kind of standoffish with it. You have to go and ask for a little bit first. Can I have a little project where um, this is the problem that I want to solve? This is the payoff for solving that that problem, and these are the resources I need to try to solve it. Can I can I go and uh, can I have your support in going after solving this problem? So you have to have a defined kind of outcome that you're going for, and you have to have a defined timeline. 
and you go in and you solve the problem or you think you come up with a solution and you bring it back and you present it and say, here's what we think is a very good solution for this problem. Now, this is where you have to be humble because you might get an answer that says your solution is no good because. And it could be very, very factual and it could be very much, maybe it's information that you didn't have. And you can say, well, great, this is a learning experience. Now I know how to better ask questions next time. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to roll with it now. Um, you need to show that you can take feedback, higher level feedback, and incorporate that into what you're doing and, and produce a better result. Um, and then next time you need to ask better questions and set it up better. But if you don't get a good logical explanation of why, if you get told good for you, shut up, now get back to work. Um, if you get told, well, my, you know, if it's a feelings oriented answer, my feelings, no, my gut says no, whatever feeling orientation that there is there, if it's not factual, if it's not grounded in, here's how the numbers work or here, you know, the reason why is because we've tried that before and it was exactly the same thing and it failed and you haven't answered the solution or the, the, the question of why it failed in the first place, right? Whatever, whatever you don't get a conclusive answer that's adequate. Um, you're at a crossroads. So at that point, you have to decide, okay, am I in a situation where I have the power to get rid of this person? <laughs> Can I say, okay, you're fired or you need to move on or you need to get out of the, out of the way? Or are you in the situation where um, you need to leave? Because you've brought forward idea, a very small benign idea, but that could make a difference. And you've shown how it can make a difference. And they have not justified why that making that difference um, should not be implemented, right? They whatever you know if there's a real disruption that's that's going to cause internally, and there's things you didn't know. That's one thing. But again, they they've come back and they have not articulated a very good reason why, and they just block you and they say, "Thank you very much for your effort. I'll get back to work." They did that to appease you. That tells you what you need to know about the organization. Tells you what you need, you need to know about the people in front of you. Go find some place that's going to allow you to help them move forward. Um, you're just a number there. Um, but if you can come back and you show, look at this change that we can make and look at the payoff and you can present it in a way that they understand the value and they say, you know what, go for it. Now you need to execute, right? You actually need to roll it out and, and build it and whatever you got to do. You got to get that change happening. That gives you an incredible, you know, depending on the execution, depending on how you handle the next steps, which is a different, different topic, different day. But that gives you huge room to come back and say, I want to tackle the next project and make it a little bit bigger. So if you want to be a part of change, be a part of change. Don't wait for somebody else to come to you. Go to them and say, hey, here's a pain point. I'd like to investigate solving it. This is what I need to solve it. This is what my deliverable will be and when it will be, when you can expect it. Then carry through on that. The second you don't carry through on that, that's the last chance you're going to get to be in charge of something like that. And when you carry through on it, take any constructive feedback humbly as a learning opportunity and 
if you are not receiving the constructive feedback that you not need and you're just being stonewalled, that tells you where you're at. And it tells you kind of what you need to do next.